The Making of a Modern Man, a podcast dedicated to ambitious men who want to unlock the potential from their mind, body, and life. My name's Jack Taylor, and I'm a men's health, performance, and behavior change specialist. I believe that every man has the potential for greatness. Most just don't know how to unlock it. And that is the intention of this podcast, to help you step into your power and become the man you've dreamt of being. So if you're now ready to elevate all areas of your life, let's dive in. What is up, guys? And welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. So today I'm going to be talking you through the lessons that I've learned from recently studying the elite. So the top performers. I've found myself over the past six months being compelled to look into the lives of those who have achieved what seems like the impossible. So this came off the back of me reading Phil Knight's Shoe Dog, which is a memoir by Phil Knight, who is the guy who created Nike. So if you haven't read that book, I would highly recommend reading it. It gives you a really interesting insight into what it took for him to be able to create the business that we all know today and the brand that we all know today, and that is Nike. Like I said, I've found myself recently being intrigued as to almost studying these types of people and assessing why do they have it better? Like what sets these people aside from everyone else? Like these people have created seemingly impossible results. They've made the impossible seem possible. And that becomes even more apparent when you start to look into their stories. And I became intrigued as to what it was specifically that they were doing or maybe what advantages they had that allowed them to do that. So in the last month, I've read Elon Musk's book. I've read Phil Knight's Shoe Dog, and I've watched the Conor McGregor Forever series, which is on Netflix. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to be extracting the three key insights that I have found from these three top performers in their own specific field that I think you will be able to find value and insight in and take those and put them into your own life so you can start to emulate the characteristics and the habits of those who are top performers. Number one is environment matters. Now, when I say environment, that can mean both people and your actual physical environment. And both of those two things will have an influence on the final play and your outcomes. So let's start with people. When we look at people, the saying goes that you're the average of the five people that you spend the most amount of time with. So I want you to be brutally honest and assess who those five people are and ask yourself as to whether you are happy that you are the average of those five people. And if you are the average of those five people, will you get to where you want to be and where you feel you should get to in life? And if the answer is no, then you might need to edit that relationship. So change how you show up in it or change how frequently you see said person or in what context you see them. Or you may sometimes have to remove that person out of your life. And I completely understand that these things can be difficult. But I'll tell you what can be even more difficult or what will be even more difficult is in 10 years time, you reflecting back and realizing that you never achieved your full potential because of the people that you hung around with. So I want you to ask yourself that question, which is going to hurt more, the pain of having to cut a few people off in your life in the short term or the pain of reflecting back on your life over the long term 
and recognizing that these people who you were so worried about cutting off or editing your relationship with are actually the reasons as to why you didn't fulfill and achieve your full potential. They were the anchors in your life and they were the things that were holding you back. Now, we can look at your actual environment as well. A lot of people's environment are not nurturing for their success. They're actually hindering their success. Now, with my clients, one of the first things I often get them to do is audit their environment. So this is their physical environment. And I almost like get them to go around and survey their environment at home, at work, at their partner's house, wherever they spend the most amount of time. And I get them to answer a series of questions, which by doing that gives them an insight into whether their environment is nurturing or hindering it. And for you, I want you to start asking yourself the same questions. Like, does this thing that's in my life serve me? Does it serve me by being in this house? Does it serve me by being in this place with these people? But for me, I had to remove myself from my hometown. I moved 140 miles away from everything that I knew because I recognized that environment was not serving me. It was holding me back. It was keeping me small and keeping me playing safe. So as a result, I made the bold decision of moving to the South Coast and I almost set up shop again. Now, I'm not saying that's what you have to do, but for me, that's what I had to do in order for me to be able to take myself to the next level and to start building like Jack 2.0. And it worked. It was that shifting environment that allowed me to catapult myself into doing what was necessary to level up. So what allowed me to stumble across this and to kind of really reinforce this point and send it home is in Elon Musk's book, he recognized when he wanted to really start taking SpaceX seriously, he knew that he would need to change his environment if he wanted any shape or form of a chance. Now, just to send this point home, when I was reading Elon's book, I found it really interesting that he moved from Texas to California just so that he could start taking SpaceX seriously. Because he knew that if he wanted any fighting chance to be taken seriously as somebody going into the aerospace industry, which is incredibly difficult and, again, seemingly impossible, he was labeled as doing the impossible thing. He knew that the hub of aerospace was in California. So if he wanted a fighting chance in actually making anything of SpaceX, that his environment would have to change. He would have to move himself to the hub and into an environment that would be nurturing and conducive for his future plans. So that's exactly what he did. He sold his home in Texas and he moved to California for that exact reason, so that he could be in the environment that he needed to be in to achieve his long-term goals. Because he recognized that if he didn't move his environment and he stayed in Texas, the likelihood of him doing that was going to be slimmer. The probability of him achieving that long-term vision was already going to be lower. Number two, how you view failure. So how you view failure will categorically determine how far you go with your goals and what level of success that you can start to create. And one of the most important factors of how you view failure is you want to take your ego out of it. Because when we have our ego involved in our own failure, we start to look at things subjectively and we become emotional and attached to what's happened. And that is when we start to get upset that things didn't go our way because our expectations didn't meet reality. And that is when we become disgruntled with reality. 
But if we take our ego out of it, it allows us to start looking at our failures more objectively, which then means that it's never failure, it's only feedback. And that's something that I drill into my clients time and time again, is that the only time you ever fail is when you stop. Everything before that point is just feedback. And it's just an immense opportunity for you to grow, but only if you view it like that. Now, the person, again, that drilled this home for me was Conor McGregor. After watching through McGregor Forever, that series on Netflix, you'll see that he spends time watching back his losses in the octagon, which in order to do that, you have to be able to take your ego out of it because he is literally getting punched in the face and on one occasion knocked out, which must be tough to watch. But it's only tough to watch if you have emotion invested in that scenario. So of course, in the moment he wanted to win, but he went back when he was reflecting on it with a different mindset. He didn't go back watching those tapes with the objective of feeling sorry for himself or blaming someone else. He went in there with the sole intention of objectively looking at the tapes, viewing it as feedback and seeing where improvements could be made. And that was the right way for him to go through that process of looking at it as not failure, but as feedback, feedback for him to improve in the long term. And that's exactly what I feel like you guys could all learn from, myself included, is when we have shortcomings, the only reason why we get disgruntled by them is because we have a set of expectations and reality hasn't met that expectation. And that makes us feel like we failed and that we're bad people. But if we can get rid of that expectation that things are going to go right all the time, then we will understand that quote unquote failure is a part of the journey and it is only feedback. And then we can actually start looking forward to those pieces of feedback because we recognize that with every piece of feedback that we get from what can seem like a shortcoming, we have this immense opportunity to grow and to learn and to start to develop ourselves into better people. Now, finally, number three, relentless work ethic. In today's society, we are filled with quick fixes and looking at ways as to how we can cut corners. How can I get a six pack in six weeks? How can I become a millionaire overnight? Now, this is the common theme that we're seeing. Get shit quick. But I think people are forgetting that you have to work hard. So we can sit here where we are and look up at the, the top performers in the elite and sit there and feel sorry for ourselves and play the victim and think, you know what, it's, it's, it's okay for them because they got a leg up. But the reality is some of them may have had advantages, but all of them have undoubtedly worked hard. They've all had their own shortcomings that they've had to overcome and their own challenges that have been presented to themselves. And they have all had to work hard. I think that's something that people forget. And I unfortunately feel like this is something that's lacking in today's society is the ability to work hard. Someone who drilled this home for me was Phil Knight, so the owner of Nike. If you read that book, you will be astounded as to how many setbacks and challenges that guy has had. He lived off of the float for the whole time that he built that brand. So as a result, the FBI started to investigate him for fraud because they didn't believe that the numbers added up because he would be earning a million pounds and then he would be spending a million pounds straight away on stock, which doesn't make sense in most cases. But he knew that that feast and famine was the only way he was going to build that brand. And as a result, he had to work extremely hard because there were so many banks that wouldn't take him on. They wouldn't, they like turned him away. 
They uh, chased him for loans. Like I say, the FBI and so many other people tried to get him done for fraud. And equally, he was shoved out of contracts that nearly ruined him. So he perfectly demonstrated that without relentless work ethic, Nike would not be the brand that most of us are wearing today. I know I'm sat here right now recording this podcast wearing Nike shorts and Nike sliders. So it's such an influential brand that we all know of. And it would not be here today if it wasn't for Phil Knight's relentless work ethic. So to summarize, the main keynotes that I want you to take from these three top performers and the lessons that I've extracted in just the last month is that your environment matters. It will influence the outcomes that you get in life. And that is both the people that are in your life and the place that you spend the most time. How you view failure will determine how far you go. You only fail when you stop. Everything other than that is just feedback on this journey to self-mastery. And I want you to remember that. And finally, you could have the blueprint to success in front of you, but without relentless work ethic, you won't ever see success. You need to work hard no matter what you're doing if you want to see any form of success because change is hard no matter what change is occurring it is hard in the short term you are going to come across challenges and if you don't have that relentless work ethic and that mad dog energy inside of you then reality is when push comes to shove and you are presented with a challenge will you have it in you to see it through so my advice to you is to start studying those who you admire and look less at what they do now that they're at the top. Because I think that's what a lot of people do is they see what people are doing now that they're a millionaire or a billionaire. And they try to emulate their behaviors and their habits and their rituals, their daily routines, their morning routines. But instead of looking at what they're doing now, now that they're at the top, I want you to look at what it was that they did in order to get to the top. What habits, rituals, behaviors, mindsets, identity shifts that they have to go through in order to get to the top and try to emulate that. Because it's the journey to the top that you want to be interested in, not what the top looks like. And finally, I want to ask a big favor before we finish today's episode. If you haven't already, please give the show a review or a rating on whatever platform you're listening to. It would mean the world to me and you'd be helping me out big time. Hope you enjoyed this one today. I'll catch you on the next one. Guys, I appreciate you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and you found it valuable. To make sure you don't miss an episode like this in the future, hit that subscribe button. But until then, take ownership, take action and keep hustling.